Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, we traveled back to the Hudson Valley. Shout out everything going on out there right now. So many awesome bands from that area. And I, I just love New York hardcore in general. I was really happy to be able to have had Sen on the podcast. I was aware of Soulblind. Shout out to Frank and Richie for putting me onto them. And I assumed they were just a hardcore band, just based off their affiliation. The name sounded like it could be a hardcore band. So I had this vision of them as this hardcore band from New York that was up and coming. And when I finally took the dive to go check them out and listen to their music, I was really surprised to find out that they aren't a hardcore band. They're just affiliated with hardcore with the members in the band and who they're friends with. And I definitely love the style of music that they play. It's really awesome. And I can't really describe it and give it justice. So I would just recommend you go check out their music for yourself. But it's something that I'm, I'm really into. I, I enjoy the music a lot. I am happy to see them progress every time they put out something new. It's, it's really re refreshing and I'm stoked to see them grow as a band. And I'm kind of excited to see um, what they do with their next release because they dropped a promo in 2019 and it seems like they finally found their sound and if they can fine tune that it's just going to be amazing so I'm, I'm really excited to see what that band does in the future I, i'm really riding high for them I, I see a lot of potential in them and i support them fully that's why i, I wanted to have sen on the podcast and just talk about um, his upbringing and talk about the band and what they have going on so if you guys haven't checked out Soulblind yet you can go on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music you can go on YouTube there's some awesome sets of them playing live on there and just get a feel for the band um, check them out and see if it's what you're into but for now I want to welcome Sen to the podcast and I just want to thank you guys again for tuning in every week because it means so much to me and it keeps me going because I, I tweeted this out the other day and I, I really meant it when I said it. I said that I love doing the podcast and just getting feedback from you guys um, off that random tweet was awesome. And I do mean it. I, I love doing this. I'm here every week uh, doing and making new content for you guys. And it's fun. This hasn't become a chore and I don't feel like it will ever become a chore for me because this is something that I'm really passionate about and I really love doing it. So I'm just going to end my rant there. But please, um, without further ado, welcome Sen to the podcast. podcast and what's going on jimmy how are you i'm doing good uh i, I just want to talk about uh, the first time i ever heard about soul blind i it was like um it feels like forever ago but i did a podcast with richie and frankie from no option and they shouted you guys out and it's it like one of those things where um you, you're not like 
too familiar with something and then like once you like hear it or see it for the first time like it, it just starts appearing everywhere and I, I feel like that's like what soul blind was for me like once they had dropped your guys's name i just started seeing you guys on flyers everywhere and it was just weird because I, I was like unaware until i talked to them and then they put me on to you guys and i've been following ever since oh yeah um appreciate it yeah um Frankie and Richie are really cool. Uh, we played a couple shows, no option. Um, I think like October it was or some shit, but we, we've known about them for like a little while. I don't know when that podcast was. Was that like over the summer? Yo, if I'm going to be honest, I have no idea. I, I do this like every week. <laughs> so it's like thinking back that far, it's like a blur. Oh yeah. Nah, you, you deep in it. Um, yeah, I, I, it was probably around then or something. Um, I met those guys around that time and, they're really cool. I, I I really rock with them. Um, but but yeah, it's definitely been a, a slow climb for us. Uh, just like getting our name out there, uh, being from Hudson Valley and stuff, having to get out there, different places playing and stuff. So it, it, it's been a slow, um, gradual journey. Um, but but we're definitely getting uh, a lot more people um, backing us and, and all that. So I, I'm pr- pretty hyped. Just keeping it going, keep, keeping all the shows going, keep keeping the content flowing. So, can we go back to the beginning? Uh, how did Soulblind form? Are you guys all just like friends and just decided to start a band, or how did it all come together? Uh, yeah, like um, three out of four of us um, were in this old, uh, older hardcore band from like 2015 time, like 2014 around then. Um, <clears throat> we stopped doing that. It wasn't too long. Uh, long lived and then we did this uh, around the end of 2017 we started this I want to say um, and I don't know we, we, we've we've definitely like shaped our sound over time but just wanted to do like a little alt rock style band just get some singing in there and switch it up from what we used to be doing um, we uh, our older band had like a song that is more up this alley and we like kind of wanted to explore that way um, a little bit and didn't really know how much of a balance we wanted between harder stuff and more, uh, I guess, like melodic thing and stuff. Um, so once that disbanded, we just started just going full force on trying to just do some rock stuff and uh, it's been slow. We, uh, we, we definitely didn't have a lot of stuff going on early on and we were just like finding our footing and uh getting our name out there so we're uh that's how it started and just uh just been climbing ever since I feel it's pretty interesting. Uh, I look at you guys, and obviously you guys aren't a hardcore band, but you're one of those bands that are closely tied to the hardcore scene, and you play with a bunch of hardcore bands, and you get a lot of support from the scene. Did you guys ever um, think it would go that way, or is that just how things just kind of happen because you guys are so closely tied to the scene? Um, I guess, like, uh, shows-wise, uh, in our area, there's, there's not a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's a pretty strong hardcore scene though. And, and I mean, like we were always going to shows like from a few years ago and, and all throughout till, till right now. So I think it was just natural to be a part of that and we all enjoy it. So it's, it's just, uh, 
I don't know, people say hardcore adjacent and all that, whatever. It, it, I think it works. I, I like mixed build stuff. Um, I think it diversifies it a little bit and just lets uh, some new sounds in there. I think it's still heavy, so, like, you know, it's it, it, it's all in the same uh, conversation, I suppose. But um, I think, like, it, it's just in our immediate area, there's, there's not a lot of strong support for uh, lighter styles of rock, I guess. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But um, either way, we, we're, we're a supporter of uh, the hardcore scene and HVAC, where we're from. And it uh, they've embraced us with open arms, and it's... Uh, pretty cool so i i I don't know like some people say it's kind of weird like playing all the hardcore shows and stuff not being a hardcore band but i think like especially just what i've seen um in the last couple years like that's not going to be a weird thing anymore you know it's uh it's it's certainly a a big blend of of all worlds now so um i i I like playing the hardcore shows just because it's it's the most energy filled like i don't know it's 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 what i'm used to like just ethics wise and and all that so it's it's cool we uh there's not a lot of um we don't have a lot of venues around here and all that too so that like is is part of the reason why um there's not a lot of diverse scenes but we we do what we can we we got we just got a cool venue in uh poughkeepsie it's like a little spot that we uh we did our last show in January there, so hopefully that'll keep picking up. We got actually no option and uh, that band bugging out coming there. Uh, I think it's March, so we're, we're keeping the shows rolling, especially locally. Hell yeah, I definitely like that. The hardcore scene um, will support a, a band like yours. That's obviously not a traditional hardcore band, but the fact that they're willing to put you guys on those kinds of bills and people show out and show support, it's it's cool and, and it, um, it's awesome. And it kind of shows people that we're all not just you know closed-minded and like just one style of music. It's just like they can open the doors and have a band like Soulblind on the bill and it'll still be a good time and i think it's pretty cool for you guys too since you guys um playing on these hardcore bills you guys stand out more than any other band just because you're so different um do you ever think like that it's like an advantage for you guys because people come out to these shows and obviously the majority of the bills hardcore but then when they hear you i feel like um a lot of people will be like intrigued and be like holy shit like this band is really different like and it's pretty awesome, and I, I feel like a lot of people like it, it will turn heads because it's just like something that's not expected. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I guess like I, I still am amazed when a lot of people even like our band because I'm, I'm just like, damn, like, all right, like, sure, like that, that's cool. I didn't expect that. Just, just like mainly like I don't know, hardcore dudes and stuff, but like, it's a. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's just like coming with the times, like people are being more accepting of uh, different styles of music and stuff like that. I think like a great example um, was that tour that Anxious did with like uh, Wikiphase and, and Glitter. I think that shit is like so cool. It's just like so many different styles of, of like music and everyone can still bang because it's all just like, I don't know. I, I, I think all people can, can enjoy like like that specific package this is like got a little bit of everything and and i think especially for like younger kids they're they're more susceptible to shit and they haven't really found their way of like 
oh, I like this or, uh, you know, I don't like, you know. So I think especially for, like, the younger crowd, which I think that tour really hit. Um, it just, like, gives people different kinds of sounds and, and they don't got to be just holed in on one kind of thing and um, exposes people to different kind of stuff, and, and that's always good. Um, I think uh, – and, and just, like, in terms of, like, a show-wise, like, I would I would love to hear – like let's say a four band show with like everyone sounding different or like two sounding heavy two sounding light you know i i don't know it's just like a good mix it, it gets like more than than one uh type of type of guy in the door you know so i think it's a good thing yeah a four band bill sounds great and sometimes i go to shows and it's not a knock on the promoter. Um, I obviously think they want to try to get as many bands on and just give people as much exposure as they can. But sometimes like for me, if it's on like a weekday and I got work the next day and I'm like, holy shit, there's like six bands on this bill. The show starts at like seven. I was like, I'm not even going to make it through the whole show. So sometimes it bums me out, but, uh, but that's just me. Yeah. And, and like, uh, especially if it's like seven bands or whatever, like, people will show up like just for like the last two or you know like some stupid shit like that i, I feel like if it's four then that like more gets people in the door early on because they know it's not like a fucking four hour investment even though like especially like around here we don't have a lot of shows that often so what are you even doing during those first two hours you know <laughs> like like you're not gonna have another show for three months you might as well show up like it's just uh it doesn't make sense to me but whatever so i l- l- listen to you guys' music and I'm, I'm always curious like are you guys like lifelong musicians or do you guys just start playing or picking up your instruments when you guys start playing in these bands um so our our two guitar players are definitely like lifelong they've been in bands for a long ass time um our new drummer we got him like last summer um he's been playing music for a long time i don't know how long um but uh this is his first like more serious band um and then me i've done i guess like i started like actively pursuing it and like when this band started around that time um i like in our old band i was i was just like vocalist like yelling and shit so wouldn't really say i was really musically inclined at that point but um just fucking around on shit but um I, I i basically like we didn't have a bassist i was gonna sing in the band so i was like yo i have this bass i'll just bring it to our practice and you can teach me whatever the one string is that i gotta play and then i'll try and sing over it so i just kind of did that and then it uh formed into me playing bass and singing so kind of had to learn and uh it's it's been fun though i i i, I love playing bass and, and singing I, I think it's like way better than just ha- having a mic at least personally just because i don't know i i got something to do <laughs> i headbang and shit naturally it's like i don't know so i'm i definitely don't have a lot of experience uh music wise only in, within the last few years but we're uh we're getting there yeah, I, I think it's cool that you just uh, decided to take the initiative and just pick up the bass because uh, 
I, I guess like aesthetically, like it, it looks better um, with you playing bass and singing because I, I try to imagine you being in the band and you guys having a designated bass player and then you just being the singer. I feel like you probably would be doing just like a lot of like standing around or walking around. Yeah, it's, it's not like, I mean, we have a lot of vocal parts, but it's not like, I don't know, like the majority. I, I don't know. It's uh, here and there, but I, I just enjoy it. And aesthetically, I do enjoy it, too. I think it just looks better um, as a cohesive unit. Um, but, you know, you never know. I, like, we might, like, we've talked about, like, doing a tour and just having, like, some homies do bass for us. And, like, I could uh, try it out, see what's going on. But we'll uh, we'll probably get there one day but um for now i'm just going to shittily play bass and sing as hard as i can for sure uh, i <laughs> go on your guys's band camp and i notice you guys don't have the lyrics up for any of your songs is there a reason oh, for that yeah i thought honestly thought they were but uh, <laughs> um no reason i probably just carelessness i would say but uh i i'm probably going to get them back up there i don't know I thought I, I swore I'd put them up there. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Well, uh, cool. That would be awesome if you put them up just because I, you know, I, I, cause I, I'm not a record collector and I don't like really, uh, buy CDs. So I, I never get like the little inserts with the lyrics. So I just learn yeah. the words by listening to the songs, but sometimes, uh, it'll be cool to just like read along, get to dissect yeah. the songs. Yeah, no, I, completely. I, I was under the impression they were up there. Honestly, I'm trying to get on that Genius uh, website. I don't know how to get on that shit, but <laughs> I don't want to get on there. But, but yeah, we'll, uh, um, okay. yeah, I can definitely put them up. Uh, you bring up Genius. Do you frequent that site? Uh, I mean, not really. I just, I just know that's like the, like the pretty much standard right now among like more popular music, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> When I first started uh, going to that site, because I, I would like look up lyrics, but I would generally get directed there when I was looking up like rappers. Um, but now, yeah. like in, in the recent years, I have noticed that like um, other acts, like bands and stuff, have been getting up um, or added to that website. Which I, I, I guess, I always just thought it was like a rap website. Like you know, if you want to look up like rap lyrics. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it might have been initially. I don't know, but. Uh, I, I've definitely seen some of their videos that like they'll, they'll have like someone come in and like break down the lyrics and shit. Mm-hmm. It's usually like some, some funny ass shit because like uh, they'll just say the lyrics like acapella without the beat and stuff. So yeah. it's like, I don't know, like out of to- context, sometimes it's not funny. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, that shit is pretty cool. Somebody tried to show me the uh, that girl. Uh, what was her name? A Doja Cat. She was talking about being oh, yeah. like a cow or something. And I was, like, I was like, "What am I watching?" I was like, "This is like I don't even like the original song." So I was like, "I don't want to see this girl break down these lyrics to <laughs> her being a cow or some bullshit." So I, I just clicked yeah, out. That's that viral uh, meme song culture, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's, that's what's going on. <laughs> so. You guys uh, recorded uh, your, uh, I, is it an EP or a demo, um, Willpower? Uh, I guess it's a demo. Um, okay. I don't even know what the difference know. is these but, days. Yeah, whatever word you want to say, it don't matter. <laughs> but uh, that that was like our first thing. Um, we had played like three shows maybe at that point, something mm. like that. 
we just had some song ideas like some were like two years old some were like reworked stuff just like i don't know just had a collection of different sounds they're not really some of them sound the same but there's a bunch of different varieties in there um we did that around 2017 with just our homies uh it was cool it was fun to just get music out there finally like i had never sang on anything before so that was cool to just have that out there in the world um we've since then like i think sculpted our sound a little bit and and made it uh what it is today so i don't know just it was more of our exploration phase i guess just trying to trying to see what was good and um where we wanted to take it um but definitely a less focused uh piece of uh work that that we did but i'm happy about it it's got our foot in the door i'm curious about the artwork when i look at it is it somebody's face like just kind of zoomed up that that's what i kind of get when i look at it yeah um i i just found an image and, and like fucked with it and i don't know just made some shit um I forget what what I did at this point, but I don't know. I just I just like talked with it a little bit and and threw our name up there. I've uh I, I do like most of the um the design stuff for the bands, so like all the album covers I did and like most of the shirt designs and shit. So at that point, I was like, it, it was another thing where I was like, well, we don't have anyone to make a design, so I'm just gonna like learn Photoshop and you know just like to try try my hand at that mm-hmm. and. uh most most of my shit early on is pretty uh elementary and, and amateur but i like that that came out and uh i just like kind of just self-taught myself along the way and c- kept it rolling and it's it's definitely been beneficial I, I love being able to not have to rely on as many people as like like some situations would be you know so mm-hmm. like it's awesome that we can have most of our shit be in-house and we can just get like all types of media that way and not have to wait on people this and that um so uh, i definitely enjoy enjoy making this stuff and and just um didn't really have any idea in mind for for that one specifically but i just thought it looked really cool yeah i i think it's uh, awesome that you're taking another initiative to you know do something for the band uh, and just teach yourself photoshop and obviously you have to start somewhere. I don't think everybody or you're not just going to start as an expert when you're being self-taught something brand new that you have no idea about. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it's, it's been cool though. I've, I've definitely like, um, like our other, um, guitarist Finn, like he's, uh, we, we both like pretty much have like an entry level, uh, recording knowledge just so that we could slam out these, bullshit demos every once in a while too so it's it, it's cool definitely to have like a, a good team with you and and not have to outsource too much yeah i, I wish i uh i could well i, I kind of do that with the podcast i do all the <laughs> recording and quote-unquote editing like everything by myself sometimes like i will be like really lazy and uh, do things like last minute like with editing like i'll wake up early do some edits knowing that I have plans coming up and I'm like, holy shit. Like I should have done this last yeah. night. Like when I was just laying in bed playing Pokemon, like I, I should have just, um, just got up and done it. Um, 
but I, I sometimes float the idea and I, I, I talk about it with uh, some friends. I'm like, man, it, it would be cool to get somebody who was knowledgeable with like audio engineering to like mix and master my stuff. Cause I'm sure it would sound a little better than it does now, which it, it, I don't, I'm not putting out like horrible, like sounding audio. Um, I have put out some questionable stuff, but uh, I'm still learning. Like I, I, I always uh, take, take the time um, when I have free time to try to see how I can advance my skills and doing this because i am constantly like upgrading the hardware but also like I, I try to find the balance and just try to learn how to manage the like software part oh yeah i ever considered doing like a like a video one like having people pull up on you uh you know i get that question a lot and i have I've, I've thought about it but i just don't really have the space to facilitate so, something like that like i have done one video thing and that was like on like location and that was like a special thing it was like episode 100 and it oh, came cool. out um pretty awesome i i enjoyed doing it uh i not like the biggest fan of being on camera but i'll uh, i'm down to do it for like special occasions and um like i've done the podcast with like people like uh over skype like and it was like unintentional like they didn't realize that i just wanted a video or they, they didn't realize that i just wanted an audio call but they did a video call so i was like fuck it if they just um have their camera on um i was like i'll turn mine on and um, we just did the podcast like you know w with the video on which is fine uh they just uh saw just me talking and moving my hands all weird but uh <laughs> maybe in the future that's like a, a goal down the road um i i would like to get a space and uh if, if people are in town uh like on tour or something or for other reasons it, it would be cool to do it face to face because uh I, I feel like that that is a cool interaction but i i don't mind talking on uh on the phone or through skype yeah yeah i think both work um and especially like podcasts i've noticed just like they generally can last longer i feel like people will just put them on and, and then you can go about your day you know just like you like even go on your phone and shit if you're watching a youtube video you got to be locked in all that so uh, i definitely see both sides I, i'm just such a big fan of like uh like i don't know just like breakfast club interviews and like all that kind of shit like i i think that shit is so cool i, I love like learning about like different uh different people and just ha how they got to where they are so uh, i'm a big fan regardless of of like audio or video shit is cool yeah, I like the Breakfast Club, and uh, I, I I feel like uh, I've watched so many of their interviews. Like I like Charlemagne, Angelo Yee, DJ Envy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they're crazy, especially yeah. like like being from New York and shit. I don't know. That's that's just like my my go to that in Hot ninety seven. Uh, uh, but was that with yeah. uh, uh, who who do you listen to? Is that Ebro? Ebro, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you listen? Like, I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, every uh, it's um everyday struggle with um sh uh, with oh, yeah. uh academics and um yeah, Mano. Complex one, right? Yeah, yeah, complex. Yeah, I, I like I don't know, I like all that shit. It just like keeps me in tune and and stuff and and um like like academics is a little cringy sometimes, you know. But like he he knows what's good, like ultimately and. uh uh, I definitely try and stay up on, on like that side of things and, and like a bunch of different, uh, like music styles and all that, you know, mm -hmm. so I, I try and stay in tune. 
Yeah, it, it's always fascinating because they obviously do get like these bigger artists in there to do these lengthy conversations. Um, like Everyday Struggle, they just had a uh, Birdman in, and they had like a pretty interesting interview, just like uh, talking to him about uh, like cash money and just like how things are going like as of late with like his like relationship with like um, Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj. It's it like really interesting because I can I. Uh, wasn't like the biggest fan of Birdman, uh, especially after that crazy Breakfast Club interview. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." He, he went in there like tripping, um, but then he came in that, and was, that was just the like, hardest shit of all time." Though you, you gotta admit, <laughs> like I've never pulled up on anybody like that in my life. <laughs> that's that, that was incredible. Yeah, it, it was wild. <laughs> it, it was definitely like pretty crazy, and I couldn't believe it happened because I I remember like seeing it for the first time. I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like I I really thought like he, something was gonna pop off because he he went in there pretty crazy. He went in there with with his with his homies too. I don't know. It was it was that was funny. I, I haven't seen the the, the one the, the recent one though. But I, I'm gonna guess he probably uh, did it around now just because like uh, Wayne just put out a, a record and stuff. And and I saw one of uh, Lil Wayne's interviews recently. I think it was with Rap Radar. I'm not sure, but it it was honestly mad inspiring. He he was like talking about how uh, like whatever beefs he had with other people and shit like that. And, and his, his whole response is just like, Oh, I, I didn't even know they were beef with me. I was just in the studio working. I, I don't got time to know nothing about that. I'm like, shit, like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> he's, he's real as fuck to, to me. Like, yeah. that's like definitely a dude that I was in like high school, um, listening to and stuff. So like, that was like pretty, uh, very monumental artist for me. And just like, uh, I, I was like in, I want to say like eighth or ninth grade when like Drake came out and he was with Wayne. So Drake was my man forever. And, and just like, I, I love the whole cash money. Like even Nicki Minaj being from New York and shit, like she cool. She, she went a little pop and all that, but she cool. She cool. <laughs> but, but I, I love that whole world. Like, um, but yeah, Birdman, he, he's definitely why I've seen some old videos of, of him and Wayne and like, they was taking him to the liquor store when he was like fucking 12 and fucking, fucking I don't know. Shit, shit was wild back then. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure the interview came out like it was like Wednesday or Thursday. So it was like really recent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I saw it, but I, I didn't, uh, didn't click on it, but yeah, the, I don't know. I, I'm just a big fan of those. Like it, it always gets like wild. I don't know. Shit, mm -hmm. shit is cool. And, and I like just being knowledgeable on it. Yeah, same here. And uh, uh, Joe Budden, he has this uh, series, and it's like through like I think he has like a sponsorship with like Cash App. It's called like Pull Up, and yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he does like these like long form conversations. And I'm not like the biggest Joe Budden fan, but uh, I, I don't really like his podcast. But when he does these pull ups, when it's just him, because I I think I don't like his podcast because I don't like his like his co hosts. But when it's just him and he's doing these like pull up interviews, I I think it's brilliant. The only thing I'm gonna say about him is he need to take that damn hat off, and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, man. Okay. How do we even get here? Uh, th 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 that's awesome, though. I I'm glad that somebody. Uh, I'm glad that you know what I'm talking about when I bring up like academics and you know th those people because sometimes I'll like try to bring it up and people just like have no idea what I'm talking about and I'm just like th so confused because I'm just like so deep in it. And I'm just like these people are like the famous people of like that world. So it's just like for, to meet somebody who doesn't know who they are. It's just a little strange sometimes. 
Yeah, it's, they're like pretty predominant figures. Even if you just like know them from like a meme basis, like you mm-hmm. you know these faces and shit like that. I, I just think like uh, it definitely uh, strayed in sound, but like back in the day, I don't know, h- hardcore and hip hop were like pre- pretty much you know uh, on the same playing ground. It's just like underground New York shit, and like I don't know, it's, it's, shit was cool. Um, it, it's definitely not as hard anymore, and then like rap has definitely uh taken a a turn but like there, there's 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 people doing all, all different styles you know so i i'm a i'm a fan of everything for the most part um but i i think like it, it i mean people can like what they like but i think like if you like like shit that has intensity and like aggression and shit then you can find that emotion in both styles music like somewhere so I feel like it, it just like makes sense to like both. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree because I'm literally that person. I, I'm like constantly going back and forth between uh, trying to discover like new rappers. And also I'm always like listening to like new hardcore. So I'm definitely in both worlds. Yeah, yeah I, I'm definitely uh, decently in tune and, and shit. I, uh, like I do a lot of other um, styles of music too, and and like some of like hip hop leaning and like just like pop and different kind of stuff. So I'm I'm just trying to take um, a bunch of influences, um, just try to have a diverse package of sound. So do you do other music outside of Soulblind? Yeah, um, I guess I kind of started around the same time. Just like I, I just started like producing. Um, beats and stuff like that and then i just like learned more about recording and stuff like that along the way and um i started singing on stuff um me and my one homie bleach uh he used to be in our um hardcore band from like 2015 um actually we uh started doing music together he was rapping and stuff um i would produce stuff for him we would like sing on each other's tracks shit like that um and and I don't know. It's it's like it. That's another thing I I like. I don't go as hard as I do with like Soulblind, I guess. Just like in terms of moves, but I've I played a, a decent amount of shows doing that. Um, I, I put stuff mainly on SoundCloud. I have like a couple things on uh, streaming services, but uh, mainly SoundCloud just because it's like free and I can edit whenever and shit like that. But uh, um. I don't know. I I don't really have a, a set sound with it. I, I kind of like float all over. So can't really put a name on what it sounds like, but um, going all over the place. And, and I've been working on a few songs lately, so hopefully I can get something out pretty soon. I, I put out like, um, I think my last thing was a, was a tape last uh, August, I want to say, some shit like that. And I just put like, I'm really into like, slow down shit for some reason like i'll make a song and then i'll like slow the bpm down and it just i don't know just for some reason shit sounds way better to me so what i did was i put like four songs that i made and um just created like one cohesive track that was like 13 minutes or whatever it was slowed it down like added some chops and like weird shit to it um put that out so that was like the last thing i did and I, d- I did a similar thing for uh, the two Soulblind uh, releases we had recently, um, the Untitled three-song thing and um, 
the promo 19 that came out in uh, October, I would just make like a slow down version and like add all these weird effects and shit like that. So that, that shit is just like really fun for me. Uh, I, I love doing stuff like that and, and just creating like alternate versions of shit. Um, and, and, and I think it's pretty cool. And it, it's sick actually, uh, one of our homies that uh, that does all our video work, his name is Justin uh, Petropoli. He just put, um, he just made like five cassette tapes for the for the slowdown promo, and he did like five for my uh, my tape called Death State, and he did he he did our initial uh, untitled regular like tapes too. So that's the homie, and uh, I, th- I think it's cool having like a shit that you wouldn't think would like even make it past soundcloud to be on like a physical medium and shit shit is really cool i I like i thank him a lot for that he's he's the homie yeah i I feel like you you can't really um have like too many expectations like when you do stuff like this i feel like you kind of just kind of do what you love and just kind of just let it go where it may because i i feel like if if you have like he's at these expectations and um, these crazy wants, like I, f- I feel like sometimes it, it could take away from the fun or the creativity part. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and like, and, and like, I, I, I really think like once you put a name on something, then like, that's it, you know, like you can't like spread around what, what you, what you already initially said it was going to be. So that's why I just like to leave the door open and, and, and just, keep the keep the possibilities endless just because i don't know i, I don't want to be like if i say i'm a certain thing then someone's going to immediately dismiss it you know what i'm saying so like yeah i think you can just like find out for yourself and and see uh see if you like the sounds and and, and that's it you know so i think that's how most people should go about things that's why I like like people will tell me people will ask me what what uh what genre i would say soul bond is and i just say like oh like this sounds like soul blind, you know, like <laughs> decide for yourself, you know, you, you could call it whatever you want, but we just yeah. sound like us. <laughs> I definitely get that. Cause, uh, uh, when I'm telling my friends, uh, to listen to you guys, they're just like, Oh, what do they sound like? And I'm just like, shit, like, I don't even know how to answer that question. So I always <laughs> just tell them like, yo, like just go listen to it. Like I, I, I'm around you enough to know what you might like. So just trust me, just, click the link and just listen to it. If you like it, cool. If not, not a big deal. So yeah, I don't really try to waste any time like describing how you guys sound just cause like I, I could just get, you know, down these crazy roads and it wouldn't even make sense. So it's just like easier for me just to be like, yo, just go listen to it. Cause that'd be way easier. And, um, you won't have any expectations and you can just, you know, have your own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, cause, cause that's, that's ruined some things for me. Or, or I'll just see, like, by association or some shit. And, and, like, for the longest time, I thought Young Gov was a rapper. And I was like, what? Like, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I just never actually, like, broke the surface of checking it out because I just, like, saw the surface level. And I was like, damn, like, I missed out on, like, all this good-ass shit because I just thought it was, like, some bullshit, you know? <laughs> but, like, um, I, I think that's, like, there's beauty in that, too, because then, like, you could, like, it, like have have like the real versus the fake you know in a way where you could just be like oh like you're just going off of the the surface value meanwhile like the the person who's actually interested like checked it out and made an opinion for themselves i don't know shit like that yeah when frankie and richie first told me about soul blind 
I thought you, you guys were a hardcore band. And then when I tuned in, I was like, oh, this is not hardcore, but I'm definitely into this stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's like a, it's a cool, like, little, I don't know, just like something for people to figure out along the way. I think, I think it's cool. Not, yeah. not being obviously, uh, obviously one thing and then switching it up. Yeah, I often get put in the box of being a quote unquote hardcore podcast, which I have talked about before. It's not true. I, I started this thing and I just have the door open to people that I'm interested in and granted 90 ish, like 90 whatever percent of my guests are tied to hardcore. They're in hardcore bands. They're doing awesome stuff for hardcore that's cool but that doesn't mean um if you're not a part of hardcore like that i won't want to talk to you because there's definitely people that i've had on recently that aren't a part uh, aren't a part of hardcore and there's definitely people that i already have booked that are aren't hardcore related because i i do just I, I i just look at this as me doing the podcast like i don't um sit here and be like all right it's time to do the hardcore podcast it's just you know it just happens that majority of my guests are tied to hardcore which i love it's awesome but like i'm i'm not in a box where i'm only gonna talk to hardcore people like i'm down to talk to anybody um who i'm interested in oh yeah i mean i i listen to a bunch of your, your stuff so like you could definitely um you, you definitely carry it well and, and and i'm sure like just having the uh a lot of hardcore people on is good for like talking points and shit like that but um I don't know. It's, I think you could definitely bang with 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 whatever uh, whatever you uh, whatever you're into, you know. So yeah. Um, I, I think I, I like I, I like I literally just started listening to podcasts probably last year. Um, I was on some shit where uh, about like a year and a half ago, I moved down to um, Atlanta with with my homie Bleach. I was telling you I made music with earlier. Mm. Um, he, he had like a cool opportunity to live down there. So I, I just like tagged along. Um, and the, the shitty thing is like, anytime I went back to New York to play like Soulbond shows and stuff like that, I, uh, I took like the, the cheap ass, um, $30 bus and shit. So I, it would be like 18 hour ride, like long ride, just terrible, like it, awful so i would just throw in podcasts all the time that's like where i first started let's like dive into the shit so i i think they're a cool medium just because i don't know you can like it, it's great like if you're if you're working on some shit just throw it on the background or like just just have like the the, the nice like conversation going while, while you're doing something I, I think it's really cool and and definitely i feel like they're all over an hour so it's like a great um way to kill time especially in my instance i was just like bored as fuck on the bus so um uh, but but i like yours um i like axe grind um we we just did a, a live session on axe to grind like a couple weeks ago i want to say and and i'm really excited for that hell yeah they do like a really good job with that and like people have like um uh, ask me like why don't I play like music on the podcast like of like the people that I have on and I'm just like I was like I'm not a radio show like I'm here to just kind of give you like a just a cool peek like and try to um you know let you in on who these people are and yeah and, and if you care that much I, I feel like um people will go out of the way to go check out the the music so like I, yeah, I, I just I mean, don't feel like it's my place to show it you know yeah I mean you I see you usually like put links in the 
description and shit so like whatever band the people are in so that's if i don't know p- people could could just put two and two together i guess <laughs> if, if they yeah because it, it, it's so easy these days because like i feel like um, the majority of people who listen to this are doing it through their cell phones and the links are there so it's just like dude like if, if you really want to hear the music it's just like you literally just gotta scroll down and just tap the link and it'll take you there yeah no it's uh coming even easier mm-hmm. um but I don't know. So some people still need a little helping hand, you know. <laughs> so, are you still in Atlanta? No, um, I moved back in November. Um, I was only there for like a year and a half or so. Okay. Uh, I, I really just went down there. Um, it was just like a cool like opportunity. I knew like I, I didn't have much like here besides like the band and shit like that. So. Uh, just wanted to see what it would do for me, like a change of environment and uh, just meeting new people, getting our shit out there. Because we were really just trying to push like me and his music and um, trying to just find more people to work with and shit like that. And it was really cool. Um, I love that city. It's, it's awesome. I uh, I like had a decent job and I just quit that shit and got all my shit and moved down there. Fucking uh, the only thing I did like work-wise is like lift and doordash and all that shit mm-hmm. and uh it worked for like my schedule just because i had to like go back to new york every once in a while and like she was annoying i, I couldn't really like take off time from a, a regular job and shit like that so that shit was uh how i was supporting myself and it was it was cool like uh, it was just like a great experience to to have like a different perspective on shit because i i had lived in New York, like, like when I was younger, I lived like in the Bronx and shit, but I moved up, uh, state. It's like an hour North of New York city where we're at mm-hmm. in the Hudson Valley. So I, I lived there since like third grade, I want to say. So I, it was, it was nice to have like a cool different perspective on shit. And, and that city's really cool. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. I've only been to the, the airport. I had a layover in Atlanta a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's a big ass airport. I, I was shuttling people there all the time in my list. I know all about that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember it was uh, it was the the first time I had gone to Disney World, and this was like two weeks of just eating uh, like resort food, which I, I got old really fast, and I felt like I was there forever. So. Uh, I was like dying to just eat something that wasn't from Disney. And I remember I had a layover um, on my way home um, in Atlanta. And I remember I was like, I just got to get like into this airport and just get food. And I ate it, ate it some like random burger place. And I was like, this is like, it wasn't even that great of a burger, but just the fact that it wasn't something that I, uh, it, it just tasted so different from like where I was for like the past two weeks. It was just like a strange <laughs> experience, but it was just nice to finally like get out of this like weird bubble that I was in for like two weeks and feel like <laughs> things were getting back to normal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely visit it if, if you can, um, mm-hmm. if you're like on your way anywhere or something, I don't know. It's, it's great. There's a lot of like um, young people there and it's, it's just like a cool environment. Uh, I really like it. And, yeah. and plus, like, I spent, like, my first winter away from New York and shit. So it was, like, I mean, it was still, like, decently cold down there. But, like, I didn't have any snow and shit like that. So that was cool. Yeah. Come to think of it, like, I don't think I know anybody in Atlanta off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, there's definitely a cool hardcore scene there. It's, uh, 
it's there's there's like no shortage of venues there down there it's fucking really cool and like people just throw a show at their house like it's nothing like but biggest thing i've seen was like i don't know like the, especially like where we live um in upstate new york like the cop presence everywhere is ridiculous like like just on some traffic shit like like they'll fucking pull you over for nothing and when i was down there like it was so like like nothing nothing was going on there was no speed traps nothing like that and and like at least what i saw like no parties were being busted up no house shows so it was it was like a laid-back environment like i feel like everyone moves like molasses down there but it's it's cool (laughs) man sounds cool i I definitely gotta check it out sometime yeah so going uh to the the untitled that you guys released back in uh, 2018 uh I'm, I'm always curious when bands uh put out something that's untitled was there like a specific reason you guys just decided not to name it or you guys just like run out of time and you guys didn't have uh any names in mind um it was definitely a conscious decision um i don't know why specifically it was untitled and not just like soul blind i guess i don't know like i think we just like didn't really have uh like a concept or anything so it wasn't like like a a, a big theme or anything like that so i don't know i think we just kind of decided on that i think it i think it worked well and uh um this is like interesting i don't know (laughs) it leaves leaves a little mystery i guess so when I heard Swirl for the first time, I was like, wow, I, I, th- I think that was like the moment when I realized where like you guys have something because it, it just sounded so uh, professional, like just like growing from the first release and then hearing Swirl, like, you know, it, it's the first track. And I was just like really impressed. I was like, wow, this sounds like super solid and like might be my favorite song. I'm still trying to decide, but can you talk about like that progression from the first release and how you guys came to write these three songs for the untitled? Yeah. Um, so in terms of quality, we definitely like went to, uh, um, our homie Brendan Williams and, and he's like more of an established, uh, producer and and um just like music recorder then uh the dude that we went to for willpower it was just our homie joe like he he like has been recording for a while but i don't know just like didn't have a dedicated studio with like different equipment shit like that and uh so we made a decision to go with brendan for these songs and um they definitely came out like way better than than we thought you know like it, it was it was a tremendous uh upgrade in sound um and and just like like i said before like more focused uh like we had more of an idea of what we wanted it to sound like and and like we took our time with the songs uh took a while for them to even come out and shit like that uh i don't know we're we're just uh, a little more focused on what we wanted to do and had a better recording process and and uh we went we eventually went back to him for a the promo 19 songs too and i don't know it's it just like the, the song sounded more full and and just more um more banging you know so <laughs> this had to go with him um he lives in like new Paltz, it's not too far from us and uh 
that's that's the homie and uh, i think it was cool to, to have that progression we, we didn't have too much of a, a buzz i guess off the willpower stuff it was just mo- mainly like locally like our friends and and just like people who knew us from our old band or whatever you know so um we we uh we didn't grow too much off that we just like had a basis to start getting ourselves out there and playing shows and then once you put that shit out the the untitled um we definitely got a lot more opportunities and we had a really cool release show um at this uh pizza place spot in Poughkeepsie that is no more but um was the home to a bunch of uh hardcore shows uh a few years ago but we we did a release show i think it was uh december 2018 and i i think it was really cool because we incorporated um it's basically like half an art show, half a show. We had like a bunch of our photographer friends um, displaying work. We had um, we had a collage artist. We had um, someone who made zines. Just like like a couple people um, hand printing or hand like screen printing shirts like there. So I, I think um, our show really propelled us in a way that nothing else did be just because it was like a cool event that was like a little different than the norm and and just like had other types of art there and shit like that and and just like the hecticness of a hardcore show at the same time so the blend of it was really cool and interesting and i think that like 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 we did everything ourselves like booked the whole show and all that so i think that like more or less legitimized us a little bit for anyone that was like doubting and shit like that so we uh we got like good opportunities after that um after that show and that was like i think it like it was like a little bit after we released it i think it was like three months or so but um it was, it was like we had um we had like a couple hardcore bands like another like alternative type bands um us and then i did uh i did uh manson my my like other type, type of music too me me and my homie bleach did a set so it was it was a really cool environment i'm really trying to do something like that again um probably either this summer or fall or something and i think uh i think that's like a good um like like another thing about like the mixed genre thing you know like it, it just like brings more people in it uh it's not as like exclusive shit like that and and i think it's like a good idea like moving forward as we like progress more and and all that so i think i think we're going to keep doing stuff like that and i think that'll help us i think it's cool when people do things outside of the the normal just show um which I, i've never booked a show that was successful like i <laughs> uh back in the day i like yeah. book I, I like booked a show and like it shit fell through um it was really bad and, and i never tried to do that again um but uh i i do like when when people like do stuff like what you guys did with that um release of untitled and uh, i i feel it makes uh like the release like more special so i i think it would be awesome if bands would do stuff uh, outside of the normal show um like triple b they like had their like pop-up going around the country even in japan and then they would have shows tied to it and i i thought that was such a cool idea like hey you're a record label you have all these awesome bands on your roster 
you guys have cool merch like what an awesome idea to be like hey here's some like you know exclusive pop-up item merch pieces and since you guys like our record label obviously you're buying our merch like here's a cool showcase of bands that we have on the label I, I think it's yeah. just such an awesome idea. Uh, and and I, I definitely like when people just set, step outside of doing just a normal show and do something a little more special for the people that are into their stuff. Yeah, I think it helps a lot. And, and like, um, I guess like, like the whole environment of the thing, um, we, like, like made it, made it cool. Um, we like, we did for the, for the first time at that show, um, we've done it. Like, I mean, every show since, but like, we uh we we made some of our merch like out of just like thrifted items and um our homie justin um who does our videos and stuff he he like screen printed everything himself and like we had like like different designs and like we were like just throwing different kinds of shit in there and and like it was all on like one-on-one things so like i i had never really seen that before in in like the band world i guess at least in like at our level of things. And, and I think like having all those different types of, of, uh, of artists there, like kind of like made it fit in. Cause, cause I wasn't sure how it would be received by like certain people just cause I don't know, it's a little like different and, and like you're selling used clothes, you know? So like, it's, it's a little different, but, um, it's, it's definitely like a good thing as opposed I mean, we have both options, you know, like we have like, stuff that's um brand new shirts like everybody else and stuff but you know like just to have that option i, I think was cool and i wasn't sure how people would would take it but uh, i think it's i think it's done pretty well I, i've seen people buy shirts from bands that had sharpie on them so i <laughs> I, I feel like what you guys did and you know i was actually gonna ask you about that because i was on um, the band's instagram and i saw the um that polo flannel with the soul blind I, I i can't tell is it um screen printed or embroidered um so um we don't have any embroidered yet so it's probably screen printed okay so yeah so, so that, that piece was from uh when you guys were doing the stuff from the thr- the thrifting um i believe so i'm not exactly sure which one you're talking about but um even if it wasn't like we've continued to do it ever since like like i like Justin like mentored me I, I figured out how to do it and stuff so mm-hmm. like w- we uh we made some for like this last tour that we went on um with uh fake eyes in, in January and it was it, it was cool like 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 we bring like uh, it's basically like a like a, clo- a clothing rack and we just have them all on hangers and like people can like look through like like pop-up style you know so I think that's like 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 that's why the triple b thing is is, is pretty cool because because like um, they're kind of doing a, a similar thing, you know, like they're, they're not like, like they are a record label, they can sell records and all that, but like they're, they're really pushing merch and shit. I, I think that's really cool just to, to have like a different style of, uh, of, uh, like putting yourself out there to buy shit. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it's awesome. Uh, when you go out and do these thrifting, like how do you guys decide on like what to actually pick up to, um, put your guys' logo on? Um, lately we've been, we've been doing a lot of pants. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, usually like sweatpants are like Dickie style shit. Um, we like just look for blank shirts, interesting looking rugby shirts. I don't know. Just like different kind of shit. We've done flannels, uh, pull-ups, uh, not pull-ups, uh, 
with this shit. Button ups <laughs> and uh, and hoodies, shit like that. I don't know. It's just like try, trying to add a little, uh, keep it a little more rare, I guess. Just like having like, oh, like I don't like that's the only one in existence. Like just shit like that. Like uh, I, I think that's cool. It, like adds a little bit of specialness to it. Yeah, if I pulled up and saw the, like an interesting piece, I'd be like really curious. So I, I didn't know you guys did that and hearing you talk about it. I, I think it's definitely cool. Like outside of just buying like, you know, your normal T-shirt, you kind of give the option to look at like some of uh, I, I guess it's like a like a like a vintage look for you guys' merch. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like I guess like the the ultimate like uh, environmental benefit of it is nice, too. And, and just like not wasting uh, new materials and stuff, just like keeping the um keeping the re repackaged stuff um is, is always good and and i don't know it, it, it's cool like like we'll have like a couple different logos that we'll just put on like fucking 12 different colors of shirts uh, i think it's cool like to, just to give people options yeah i was actually gonna ask you about um your logo do you guys have like one like official logo or are you guys just floating between just like the multiple ones um, i've seen you guys use it's definitely uh multiple i'd say we've been using this one um from the homie jesse i think his name is jesse morales he's from texas um we've been using that one um lately the other one we got from this dude uh jay ruggs from buffalo he used to be a hudson valley guy and he moved out there i guess um uh we, we were using that one a lot last year now we're using this one i don't know it, like i, I kind of wanted to just have like a bunch of different things we could use just for the like whatever fits what occasion you know and mm -hmm. uh I, I would love to get some more too you know like i'm not I'm not set on anything yet I, I feel like it's a good idea to to have like one certain one just so, for like brand recognition and shit like that but i don't know i i kind of want to just just keep it uh keep it flowing just uh have have whatever kind of styles like the first one we did was like literally like like from the willpower artwork and i was just like fucking around with like uh, another like photoshop thing i was just like swirling the letters and shit like that so like i don't know it's just like we uh we definitely should lock in on one i would say but you know we'll, we'll get there <laughs> yeah at some point create like maybe like a a hybrid of all of them yeah, who, who knows? I, who knows? I'm, I don't know. I'm not an artist. Whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're, um, you're a beach up. I, I try. <laughs> there you go. So you guys put out this promo last year. It was like towards the end of the year. And listening to the first track, uh, Crawling Into You, I, I noticed like another progression in your guys' music. Um is this like the, the sound you guys are going to kind of go with, like going forward with the new record whenever that comes out? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it's a, it's a good, like, um, sneak peek, I guess. Um, it's definitely a lot of darker, heavier elements. And, uh, but like in crawling into you, there's like, I feel like that's the perfect balance of what I want to achieve of just like, like the heavy beginning verses and all that and then it just like breaks down a little bit into some slower stuff i think that's a cool mix um the the second one falling asleep is more like droney like dark feels I, uh, and and i like that a lot too um but our, our newer stuff is uh 
it's definitely a mix of all that and um just a, a little more untitled style songs too so i don't know we're uh we're definitely blending a little bit and, and trying to make it a uh, a little diverse, but but not like stray too far from from a certain uh, uh, sound in general, I guess. And I know you guys put out tapes through New Morality Zine. Can you talk about how you guys have that relationship there? Yeah, um, Nick Nick is really cool. I I, I think we just reached out. Um, just wanted to have. A different kind of outreach on our on our songs and he was really cool about it and, and eager to do it so we uh we went with him and um it it was cool he did like a, a shirt uh with the tapes um i think we did 75 and they're all gone so that's cool um and he's he was just really cool throughout the whole process um and like the nmz roster of bands has been great you know so i think like especially um that band fake guys like we just did a run with them and i think our sounds blend well pretty much um they have a really cool uh i don't know just like 90s rock kind of thing going on and i I like their shit a lot and and our shit really blended well and and he has like other hardcore bands like life's questions shit like that so i i think uh he has like a pretty diverse uh Group, group of bands and I, I think we we fit pretty well on there and uh he, he's he's just cool like he he he's a he's a promo uh king he just he keeps it going you know he, he's he's gonna promote the fuck out of the band and he uh he's cool as fuck so i i definitely uh shout out to nick from nmz hell yeah yeah <laughs> he, he's a good uh good guy i had him on the podcast a while back and uh, it was it was fun to talk to, and he, he kept it real, and I really appreciate that about him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I think I listened to that one. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. No, he's he's really cool, and I've never even met him like in person. Like I just like talked to him on the internet and shit. So I think that's pretty cool how how that like kind of thing can happen without like actually you know like having like an in person like meetup. Like I, I think that's like something that's really cool about 2020 i guess you know <laughs> yeah definitely that, that's why i i whenever i have people on the podcast i always like to go out of my way whenever i'm gonna be in, in the same place as them i i would just like to go and introduce myself and just give that face to face because sometimes it's like it, it, it's cool being you know friends online and talking all of, like all the time but it, I, I think it's even better when you can just like you know take that relationship and just go talk to the person in real life and just know that they're solid through and through yeah absolutely and and um he was really cool and like uh it's it, it's just sick that that because cause he was trying to like um be like the, the middleman on like getting us to tour with like other bands that he was doing stuff with and like just trying to like set shit up for us um i think like next time we go to chicago he said he would like hold us down um so like it, it's just cool to have that connection we 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 had only played in chicago one time i think it was like uh shit i don't even know i think it was in 2018 right before we put out untitled some shit like that and show didn't do too well so it uh i mean we're 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 on like a really small tour so i didn't expect much but 
I think uh, next time we go there, it, it should be pretty cool just to see uh, what kind of um, bands we can have on there. I think Bugging Out is from Chicago, maybe. Yes, they pretty are. Sure. Yeah. So maybe we could play with them or something. But I, I definitely want to get back out there and definitely meet the guy because he's, he's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys played a holiday show with Man Overboard last year, and I'm a huge Man Overboard fan. So I, I was just curious, like, how'd you guys, uh, a band from New York, a- end up on that show in Philly? Um, so I the the guy Nick, um, I guess one of the singers, he just hit us up, and like he had expressed before, like that he just liked our band, whatever, um, and. He said, like, yo, we're doing a holiday show. Um, he didn't tell us, like, anything about it, really, or whatever. We were just like, yeah, you know? Like, it, it, they they barely play shows since Philly. Um, so so we ended up playing. They had two shows. Um, it was uh, matinee and then the, the one at night, and we played the matinee. It was really cool. It was just, like, us and them. Like, that was the whole show. And uh, then the one at night was, like, them and some other uh, smaller band, too, so. It was, it, it was cool. Like I, I'd never been to the church. Um, and it's like, you know, I've seen so many like crazy videos of shows going on there. So that was sick to see. Um, and, uh, they're, they're cool for the most part, you know, like I, I only met a couple of them. So <laughs> I, like, but like they, they're all nice. And, uh, I, I they're definitely not going to be an active band anymore. I'm pretty sure. But like, it was, it was cool to just, uh, have them reach out and, and put a younger band on instead of like one of their more established friends, you know? So I, I respect that. Yeah. And I, I think it's awesome that they're, uh, in tune with like these younger bands and the fact that, you know, no ego, he reaches out and asks you guys to, to, to hop on. That's like really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No. And like, um, I don't know. It, it just like, it, I would hope more people do that, especially since like, you know they're not working toward much i I would guess like they're they're kind of they had their time and now they're just like probably going to do a show a year or some shit like that so like they have no reason to like try and like pack out like oh yeah we got this stacked ass bill all these crazy popping bands you know so like I, i think it's cool that that they they don't have that in mind and and they're just like oh like let's let's put on this band that's not even from our area you know like most people in philly that are coming to the show probably don't know them at all but you know it, it was it was definitely a cool uh definitely a cool look for them and uh and uh appreciate it for sure yeah hell yeah and uh going back a little before that you guys got to play the um album release or record release for anxious i i looked at that lineup and oh yeah yeah so uh, seeing like a band like uh praise who doesn't do too much these days and then like looking at like restraining order one step closer fiddlehead and then you guys on the bill i'm like damn that's like such a awesome lineup and especially for like you know just everybody coming together for the anxious record release i i thought that was like really cool yeah no that that was awesome it was like my first time seeing i think every band on the bill and it was uh it was tight like um it was i guess pretty much hometown for anxious mm-hmm. and i had only seen videos of them with like uh grady playing guitar um and not like as as a just singing and like seeing him 
just take the mic and stuff and like he was like so natural at it it, it was cool and uh they had like so many young kids there for him like and that's something that our scene kind of lacks is like our average like age is probably like 27 you know so like we we, we don't have a lot of young uh presence and not sure why but i don't know but whatever but they have a great um i mean all the kids and anxious are pretty young so makes sense but they, they have like a great scene from from what it looks like and uh and like i think that shit is really cool um restraining order like like us like it was like we we opened and then restraining order played and restraining order was like ridiculous and they were like the second band and like so many people were going off it was cool as fuck so, same for one step closer um everyone had a crazy cool reaction the, the venue was really cool um and i i, I was like really hyped that they asked us to play because we I think like our guitar player Finn had met some of them before, but like other than that, we like didn't know him, you know, just like knew him through uh, just like the internet. So we're, we've been trying to get a show for a little while, and then they asked us to do that. So I was, I was like really hyped. Um, I had never seen Fiddlehead. I really liked that band. Um, it, they were crazy. It was it was it was really cool, and and we met a lot of cool people there. And uh, I think I think that that show really helped us too. Um, I think. Um, Bob from Instagram was there, and like I think that's where he uh, he saw us for the first time, and I, I'm gonna guess that's why we got asked for the live uh, Instagram shit. So shout out to him, and uh, yeah, it was it, it was great. Um, I, I think uh, I think they still are gonna do shows at that place. Uh, I think it was in New Haven, um, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and hopefully. Hopefully that continues to be a spot because that was, that was really cool. I, I've been seeing more shows coming out of New Haven, honestly. I think it's uh, the State House, I want to say, some shit like that. Um, it's another venue. So that that spot is really cool. And it's only like an hour or so away from us, so it's, it's not too bad. Um, it's like a drive to the city. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a cool scene they got out there. Oh yeah, I'm happy to hear that. There are so many positive things to come out of that. I, I joked with my friends. I was like, "Oh, like look at this awesome birthday present," because that show landed on my birthday. So I would I just like show my friends the the flyer. Shit, yeah, um, yeah. It was that was a uh, it was, it was low key terrible because it got announced. I want to say in like August, and then the shit was like November thirtieth, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't that like." It, it took so long for that date to got to get here and like mm. i don't think we had any shows for like a month prior so it was it was like such a countdown because i, I was i just like couldn't wait to play it it was cool so uh speaking of shows uh you have a show coming up in texas which seems really far um from where you guys are at and have you guys ever played in texas and have you guys uh traveled out that far before no um the farthest we gone was on our um, last run in January, we went down, I guess, the farthest south of Tampa. And other than that, um, like we played Chicago that one time and then uh, nowhere else in the Midwest, really. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely our first time all the way out there. Um, we're probably going to get a few shows on the way and, and back and all that. Um, but yeah, that, that show is going to be really cool, hopefully. Um, like, it's us, no right, um, Fiddlehead, Regional Justice Center, Gulch, uh, True Widows, and somebody else. I forget, but yeah, I can't read the font on the flyer. It looks too crazy. 
Yeah, I think that's the reason why I don't know the other band. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I really like that band True Widow a lot, and okay, um, I'm hi- I'm hyped to see them. I think they're from Texas, so that that'll be cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, and once again, like we got like a mixed bill because like you guys have like Gulch at the top of the flyer, and then like you guys at the bottom, and then Fiddlehead in the middle, and you got like No Right Regional Justice Center. It's just like it's like a really good mix. Yeah, no, I think I think it's awesome, um, and and I think like I don't know, I, I think most people that like say Gulch probably like other styles like like fiddlehead is a really popular band you know pe- people like them and, mm-hmm. and and a lot of other stuff so i think it could work and uh i i mean i i just don't know anything about texas or, or you know I, just, I don't know i've just never been out there never been to a show out there we we know a couple of texas bands um i think like um they're from houston i want to say but um i don't know i i'm i'm really hyped for it we're gonna play uh uh, I think the only shows we have confirmed right now are, are uh, that Dallas show, Houston, and then Austin, I want to say. And I think it's like uh, one of the last days of South by Southwest. So I'm I'm really hyped to see what that has to offer because I've always heard about it. And it's always like this big like music thing, like for all genres, honestly, like that. And, and I've always just wanted to be there for it and check it out. So ho- hopefully uh, we can get into something cool over there, too. Hell yeah. Well, that's definitely awesome to hear that you guys have other shows lined up in Texas because it definitely is a huge state. So I guess you guys got to take advantage of it while you're there. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're in the process of finding a van. So up to this point, we've always had to rent and it's just like so expensive and stupid. So we're, we're trying to, uh, trying to get, some cheap van it's, it's just so impossible to to find the perfect one it's it, we've looked at a couple and it's just like i don't know it's a, it, it's a rough process but if you're listening hit me up if you got a little van i'll travel to it it's, it's fine as long as you're not in california or like you know i, I got you you got something on the island i'll come down Hell yeah. Well, hopefully uh, somebody <laughs> listening can help you guys out with that um, van. That'd be great because I, I, I can't imagine how expensive it'd be to have to rent one, especially for the length that you guys are going to need it. Yeah. And, and like the, some of the places that we've rented them from, like they have like a mileage limit on the day and like it's just driving to texas like you're gonna go over the mileage limit they're, they're not gonna want you to like i think it's only like 250 miles a day or some stupid shit so like but we we got hit with some extra charges the last time because of that and it's it's just not uh not the move definitely not the move uh especially since most of us are pretty broke so it's uh you gotta find a better option but I think I think once we get a van, we'll at least have the means to tour a lot more. So mm-hmm. it, it, it'll like definitely encourage us to 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 get out there more. Yes, get out to California. I feel like that'd be a dream. Yeah, no, we uh we've like talked about it a bunch with um that band Modern Color. They like they're they're crazy honestly because the I think the first year we saw them. Yeah, yeah. Like within a year's time, 
they were out on the new on like the east coast like three times and and being a band of their size like coming doing three full us's in a year is crazy to me and like they, they work so hard i think that shit is really cool and i think we played with them most of the times they came out here so um we we just have like a cool relationship with them and we've always talked about going out there but this nothing's worked out yet but i would love to do that um or like you know with with any band but um we just like talked about it with them and and that's i think that'd be cool i think they got a new record coming out so that that uh they're probably trying to get out there a little bit this year i'm sure well hopefully in in the future you guys can figure it out and make your way out here because i feel like a lot of people out here would be down to see you guys live. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm totally in, in the, uh, in the mindset of just like, I'm trying to get out there, be in the van, just go, well, you know, like figure you know, I'll figure all the logistics out later. I'm just trying to get out there and, and get it going. Cause, um, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like it, I, I don't have like a career, you know, I, I'm not like, tied down to nothing major so i'm i'm really trying to just like get out there as much as i can and uh, i think that's um it's cool that that's still the norm in in this world of like like make a viral video and become big you know what i'm saying so like i think it's cool that there's still like like shit on the ground like go here drive to this place drive to this place drive like I think that's really cool that, that that's still the norm and, and, and like have that be a thing. Cause I'll see in other genres, like people will do a tour where it's like five cities spread out over like two weeks. And, and like, I, I just feel like that's like a weird way of going about it. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But uh, I, I love like the feeling of, of playing music every night. I think, I think it's great. And, and like, you only get better over time, like, like by the, by two weeks into your tour you know like the band's playing great you know you're you're just like cohesive with everything and you practice like every night basically so it's it, it just like improves us keeps us sharp and i just love like playing new places and, and getting out there it's it, it's pretty cool I, like i don't know it's a uh, definitely just trying to just keep on the grind and and get out there keep it going well, Sen, I, I hope in the future you guys do uh, keep that hustle going and make it out to California because I would definitely love to see it. And I honestly have high hopes for you guys because I, I feel like the the stuff that you've released, um, you guys have put out quality stuff and you talking about how you guys have kind of crafted your sound and you can definitely see that through the progression of the releases and I'm um, definitely a huge fan and I, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast and just talking about the band and I, I'm just excited to see what the future holds for you guys. Hell yeah. No, I, uh, I appreciate you uh, asking me to do it. it. It was really cool. I'm excited to hear um, Alex's from uh, Alex Casey from my area. Cause uh, he told me he, he did one the other day with you or whatever. So that should be cool. He, he was like really um, instrumental to the, getting us on good shows in our area and stuff like we, we played uh we played a show with uh with Vane last summer that he put us on we we played uh the Mike Shaw benefit um Mike Shaw Mind Force like um he played a or he put he put on a benefit show with uh All Out War and like a bunch of cool bands like 
shit was cool. So he, he's like gone hard for us, and I appreciate uh, appreciate him and and I fuck with Streets of Hate, his his zine label thing. So shout out to that. Um, I know his wife Nicole helps with that too. So shout out to both of them, and and I'm hyped to hear his podcast as well. Hell yeah! Shout out Hudson Valley. I, I I've talked to a couple of you guys from the Hudson Valley, and everybody's been like super awesome. So love what what you guys have going on out there, and I, I hope more people tune in. Yeah, no, I, I like. I, I'm definitely. I love that. I'm from this scene. It's 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 pretty tight knit, um, and and we all like really support each other. So I think uh, I think it's a great system to have behind you. And before we go, is there anything you want to shout out or plug? Um, shout out everybody fucking with Soulblind. Shout out, uh, shout out to Jamie. You know, that's that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I I seriously mean it. Thank you for coming on. Thank you guys all for listening. This has been another episode of the Jamie K Podcast. Always on top. <laughs>